How do you say it? No, it is not bagel, but rather bagel. Pretty straightforward once you know the delicious bagel. 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 Happy Tuesday once it, Are you recording? Oh uh, yeah, we're going. Oh, you're like pushing buttons over there. I didn't know if you were actually doing I'm it. hacking into the mainframe. Oh no. Another Tuesday ep- or Tuesday night recording for you all. Yeah, bro. Last Tuesday I realized we didn't even talk about it on the show. It was actually Valentine's Day unless we did. Did it was Valentine's I don't think we did. Day. I don't think we did, but it was Valentine's Day last Tuesday. Oh. You're my Valentine. You're my Valentine. Except also, you're you are engaged. <laughs> Yeah, don't listen to that part, Grace. But, <clears throat> yeah, welcome back Bless to you. the Everything Bagel Podcast. This, again, is Ethan. It is Mitchell. What's up, guys? We only sometimes introduce ourselves. Yeah, okay. If you're new, uh, this, this is Ethan. Um, well, that is. The guy across from me. And he is a plumber. I am. And this is Mitchell, and he is an airline pilot for Delta. There you go. Um... Uh, that's right. We That's did that bit last week, guys. Yeah, so if you listened last week, and if you didn't, go back and listen, because it was, it was definitely the most bit of all time. Yeah, yeah, it was a very bit. It was so bit, dude. How was your week? Um, uh, Good, yeah. It's been a full... It's not often that we record an exact week from the last time we recorded. Facts. So, it's been a full... It's been seven days. Yeah. Almost probably to the time. Probably. Like, exactly. So, how'd it go? You had um, Valentine's Day with me. Yep, I did. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, Wednesday, what did I do? I celebrated the release of our uh, podcast episode 14. How do you celebrate that? I usually celebrate, I wake up in the morning, fried eggs over toast, and then I play um, Skrillex's remix of Cinema. Yep. Two to three times on loop. And then I face Mecca and... <laughs> <laughs> never mind dude i do oh my gosh Um, (laughs) i give alms i give alms to the poor that's crazy i go to the park and feed the pigeons and i go about my day but that's kind of my that's my podcast release days routine that's what it sounds like for me not bad yeah yeah so you celebrated the release on wednesday yeah i usually get up uh you know 4 35 a.m um yeah you know, I go out and it's milk, a little late, wouldn't milk you say? the cows. It's I know, but I gotta sleep in sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. Milk the cows, and then, well, I don't know the best way to say this, but sometimes, no, I'm not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> oh man, I was gonna say they milk milk me. Oh. <laughs> So, guys, anyway, um, welcome back. We're not that weird. This is people. a late night pod, man. We're not weird. You, yeah, we you got to be ready. Mitchell's just cracked his aha. I'm, uh, uh, I don't have any. I'm just chewing on gum. It's gulp. wild. It's 9.30 p.m. We're, we're feeling ready. So maybe it does get weird. It's going to get weird. You hit play on the episode. It's not our fault. Yeah, facts. This is your fault. This is your fault. <laughs> you out you there. Did you did this to yourself. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, my week was good. I don't remember what I did Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wait. It was blacked out for three days. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, this weekend was good. I went down to South Carolina. Um, Dude, Mitchell will be travel guy these days. 
So, yeah, I was actually thinking about this. I realized that for the past four weekends, I've driven at least seven hours. Um, four weekends ago, Some I drove... Total or, like, per weekend? Per. So, it's like so I drove... 14. Yeah, down to South Carolina uh, le- four weekends ago. And then three weekends ago, I drove back up here. So, that's, like, seven-ish. Although, I drove more because I drove down to... Greenville, then up to Asheville, North Carolina. That's like another hour and a half. So let's go at least eight hours. Um, right. So yeah, both those weekends. And then last weekend, I drove down to Nashville and back, total of 10. This weekend, I drove down to Greenville and back, which is like total 14 hours. So I've been driving a lot. I'm not great at math, but I can tell you for a fact, that's over 30 minutes. That. <laughs> Yeah, that's that is. Yeah, that that's like three episodes of Tom and Jerry right there. At least, at least, at least, yeah, yeah. So, um, yep, been driving a lot, but yeah, I went down there just to hang out with my family, and uh, I have like a few siblings down there, so that was good. Um, Saturday was like the absolute perfect weather day. Well, the, in Ohio or in, in South Carolina? Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know what it was like here. It was probably the usual 30 to 50 degrees. Sure. Insane winds. Yep. Like today. As um, it tends to be. But no, it was it was like perfect. I was, uh, I played like a lot of disc, uh, disc golf on Saturday. We played, my brothers and I played a round. And then we played you another played round. You just kind of ran around and played tag. Yeah. Played around. Yeah. Like ring around the Rosie. Okay. Yeah. Um, played a round and then. Later that day, we played another round at like separate courses. Between that, we went to the park across the street from my brother's house, and we played like this putting game, um, which was fun. And then we did this other game where you kind of like pick a place and then you just throw your disc and see who gets closer. We just made up these games. So I was playing disc golf for like six or seven hours on Saturday, and it was really fun. I was definitely pretty sore afterwards. I got like 20,000 steps that day, which is kind of sick. Um, That's pretty good. But yeah, it was like sunny. Like like picture the best weather. You know, sunny, check. Um, pretty warm, check. Enough breeze to balance it out, check. Right. So you're That's kind a of, big part of it. You know, I wore short sleeves and shorts for like the first time in a while, which was awesome. How long would you say your stride is? Like your distance, but when you take a step, how long is that distance between your legs? Which is like three feet ish? Um, my stride? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say probably like um, three. 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 three Can three you and a stand half. up and take a step? Yeah, give me a sec. I got to see this. So, and then stop. That's like a foot. That's like a foot and a half, two feet. I'm going to say foot. I'm going to say 21 inches. 21 inches, was that? How many, a foot and a half? I'm going to say a foot and a half. A little over. That, yeah, that's 18. You did 30,000 feet. Oh, 30, I get it. 30,000 divided by 5,280 is 5.68 miles, 5.7 miles on that one really? day. That was our math segment of the podcast, all of you taking math classes. I hope you enjoyed that. Does the Apple Watch calculate mileage? I don't know. I, you could probably check your health app. Let me check that. To figure that out. In the so meantime, this was February. Oh, what the? It was this past weekend. What day am I on? While you're trying to find that, 18,938. I, I found it. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know how long it's going to take you. It, mm, 
It doesn't say mileage. Well, nope. I just calculated it for you, so you're good. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh, actually, I probably can't calculate mileage because it doesn't know what your stride is. Let me find like my top day. Can I check this? No. Um, probably over the summer. Dude, I went. I was walking over. Oh, yeah. I got a 20,000 day uh, May 20th of last year. That's pretty good. That's probably my best, maybe, on my watch. Dang, dude. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, that's the highest I see. Um, so anyway, yeah, it was like perfect weather where you're, you're kind of like sitting there. I would, I just like sat on the ground for a minute and you know, it's like enough where you're kind of alternating at the perfect interval between, man, I'm a little warm and then the breeze comes along and, oh, that's nice. And then you're like, I'm a little cold. And then the sun, you know, winks at you and you know, you get a little bit of that. It comes over the horizon with a great big, big happy face. Yeah, yeah. It's like Teletubbies. Daps you up. and It's like, what up? Yeah, milks you. Nope. That's not a funny joke, guys. <laughs> you just that's, keep hammering it. So that's actually not funny. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's, yeah, it's really not funny at all. Why, I don't know why you, <laughs> Ethan stop saying that. Um, <laughs> I can't help it. Anyway, it's weekend was such good. such a good score. We uh, hung out. Um, and then, yeah, Friday drove down, Sunday drove back, and I don't know, what else, I mean, what, I'm trying to remember if anything, like, really notable happened, just kind of hung out, it was good, though, saw my, uh, niece and nephew, so they're pretty fun. Nice. And, uh, I didn't really write anything down from the weekend. did you, like, take, do you usually take notes on your weekends? No. Oh. I'm, like, the stenographer of my own life. Um, no, I'm not. Uh, I just hired one. She just comes with me everywhere and just kind of has a little keyboard. It's genius. Do you yeah. know that they have like a special keyboard where it's like shorthand? I do actually. Yeah. Yeah. How many um, words per minute can they type? I don't know. I can type around. I don't know what like. I don't know what a good score You're probably. Is. I don't know. Before. Seventy or eighty is like pretty good. I would say. I think I'm at like sixty-five. Are we above average? I'm pretty average, as Let's far see. as my typing abilities go. 300 words per minute That's stenographer. Insane. But the, do they get, like, an asterisk by that because they have a special keyboard? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I would think so as well. Still pretty good, though. Yeah. But I w- let's see. Was that, your, was that your week? Dude, I can't remember what else notable I did. Yeah, sometimes we have slow weeks, too, guys. We aren't all, we aren't all exciting. Let me check my calendar. Event- evented. Events. I mean, I did a lot, like, with work. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. what What's relevant to the podcast? <sighs> Not much. Yeah. Or everything, because it's the Everything Bagel Podcast. Um, this isn't... I'm not, like, trying to toot my own horn or anything, but I played drums in chapel today, which was really fun. You did? Yeah. Oh. I don't go to chapel on Tuesday, Thursdays, or actually this week at all, any days of the week. Exposed. Because I don't go to school. Except for two days a week, and it's after eleven. Fair it's enough. okay. Don't don't. I'm not. I'm, I'm not in trouble for that. It's okay. Yeah, he's fine. Um, yeah, one of the chapel van leaders uh, hit me up, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to play?" And I was like, "Yes, sir." Was it a hard song? No, it was just oh. a chapel band. So it was That's a good exciting. time. Yeah, I guess the OG drummer hurt his hand or something. No, kind of stinks. That's like fifty percent of your tool. Yeah, it's like the. Um, it's like I guess it's, it would be like thirty three percent 
It'd be 33.3% because, like, your foot. Actually, it's 25%. Yeah, now that I think about it. Well, but I guess it's kind of actually, like, 20 because your brain is a fifth of it. But then I think you could ju- see, but if you it's get actually that, if like you get that sixteen point six six no, seven, if you get that nitpicky, it's like your brain's a hundred percent of it because without your brain, nothing else would work. So it's like we well, actually miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So, as Wayne Gretzky said, as Michael, Michael Scott, Scott said, said that Wayne Gretzky said. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, man. Um, what did you, did you do this week? Yeah, I was just chilling, and then this weekend. Actually, Wednesday, we went to this place. So that's actually the absolute opposite of the weekend. Yeah. Well, this Wednesday, (laughs) this past Wednesday, we went to this place. It was like old-timey town. I don't know how else to describe it other than old-timey town. Grace and I went because we initially planned to go on a hike, and then we went to the place we were going to go on a hike, and it was like, it's it's closed. The trail's closed. I was like, all right, well. I don't even know what it's called. I think it was like Carolyn Village or something. Huh. In Ohio? Yeah, it's in Dayton. And it's basically like this historical village that has like all these old buildings and all these old things. And like, so, you know, so have you ever seen a cash register? Explain it. (laughs) What is this? Like when you are checking out basically anywhere, they have like this thing that they're looking at and like push buttons on it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that's, it's probably made by NCR, which stands for National Cash Register. And they As are a does. company that was founded in Dayton. And they had just like a bunch of history on it. I don't know. It was like a history place. I don't know. We wandered around for a little bit and we ran into this person that was sitting in a hut in full old timey wear. Like she was dressed in like full old timey clothing. I don't know what the word, what's old timey? Historical? Um, Not ancient. Cause it's was not she wearing old. a tunic? No, she or was wearing knickers? like she was wearing like her big old dress and like a bonnet and all that stuff. What is oh, that yeah. era of clothing called? Um, that was like the disco era, like the seventies. Nope, <laughs> it was like the eighteen hundreds yeah. or so. Because she was still like yeah. cooking in a wood burning stove type deal. Was she churning butter? No, she was playing or not playing. She was like uh, doily. You know what a doily is? Yeah. She was like holding one of those. And she told me and Grace about a bunch of stuff. And then we were like, that's cool. And then we left and then saw a couple other things. And then, um, yeah, and then I went and I went to this. They had this, like, restaurant attached to it. We're like, let's get some dinner. Went in there and I ordered. I like sausages. I like hot dogs tonight for dinner. In fact, I had two bratwursts. Respect. That's what I do. And so I, we went there and then they, um, I ordered a frankfurter and a bratwurst now that sounds good and then it came out and it was just two a frankfurter and a bratwurst no bun no nothing just on a bed of sauerkraut oh which was off-putting to see and i ate it and it was like good but i was like this really i don't know who decided we should start putting these things in buns but that really game changer because it was good but not as good as one in the bun with mustard relish i like to put a little lettuce on there Maybe mix in some mayo, hmm. maybe a tomato. Sure. And that's fantastic. But yeah, so we did that on Wednesday. And that was good. That was just kind of a weird, hmm. weird to receive that as dinner. That reminds me of something, but you can keep talking and then remind me to come back to it. Well, I got two days here where I did nothing. So you can talk about that in between. Okay. It was actually uh, Saturday. 
So this was actually kind of a philosophical thing I was thinking about today. Not really. I was actually peeing when I was thinking about this. How what, philosophical can you be while you're urinating? That's when you're having, you know, it's like shower thoughts. Shower thoughts. Like, that's when you're having the thoughts. most. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, man. What just, were you thinking about? Um, so I was thinking, I just clapped. What was the specific thing that spurred this on? I think I wrote it down. I didn't. So my thought was, I don't remember exactly why I was thinking this, but this kind of reminded me of like this bratwurst thing where it's like, all right, this is fine, you know, with sauerkraut and just kind of plain hot dogs. But like when we started putting them in buns, it was so much better. I was thinking, is it like, what are your thoughts on this? That everything as time goes on generally gets better. I've been a huge believer in that for a long time. Okay, so I was thinking, like, like I was born, we were born in, like, 1999, 2000, and we didn't have any say over that, over when we're born. We don't have any say over, like, what's going on. I didn't have a but choice. I think I was thinking about, uh, you know, obviously I work at Cedarville at a university, and, like, we're growing a lot, and, like, we're building new buildings, and I think I was thinking about how we're building new buildings and, like, getting more programs. And, um, like, this is kind of a fun time to be here, you know. But I could have just as easily been born in, like, the 70s when it was, like, you know, 40 kids running around at this college with, not really, but, you know, like, a lot less people, a lot less buildings, a lot less programs. And, you know, what are some, I guess, what are some things that have gotten a lot better? And then are there things that have gotten worse over time i guess i'm just curious your thoughts because i'm assuming you have some good insight into this i don't know i would say things like general quality of life have improved Mm -hmm. um as far as like yeah just the fact that i can you can acquire a car for pretty decent price and that car is going to last you a pretty long amount of time sure things like air conditioning maybe not quality of life as like the economic economists would define it but like quality of life as far as like <clears throat> comfort things, central air, central yeah. heat, ovens, microwaves, you know, all that stuff kind of came around at the turn of the 20th and like the late 70s area, I'd say, 70s, 60s. Sure. Started yeah. developing that stuff. As far as like the 20th century go, I think a lot of that stuff, and we've touched on it lately, is like you have the internet, you have social media, you have YouTube, you have live streaming, stuff like that, where it's like there's benefits where it's like, I can watch a game like that that's happening. Like today I was watching, um, who was it? Villanova versus Xavier. Game is happening in Cincinnati, but mm-hmm. I could watch it with a couple clicks on my TV and it was good to go. I don't think that was always the case, you know, Yeah. before. So it's like, I don't know. I would say generally where you are is where you're meant to be. That's pretty straightforward. Like you didn't have a say in it, so where else were you supposed to be? Yeah. And then more than that, it's like what we have now is, I think, some of the best quality things. There's obviously things where it's like, oh, you know, product quality has gone down, where it's like back in the 50s, everything was made pretty robustly and to last for a while, but it was also at high cost. So I'm in a rabbit trail now, but I would say, yeah, I agree. I've always been a believer in the fact that we're in one of the most comfortable times, again, depending on where you are geographically fair and economically as yeah. far as like you know if you're in rural africa you're not having the same feelings but 
sure. societies develop at different rates. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Like, you know. That was a ramble on my part. No, that's fine. Um, this is, okay, this is a little different, but, like, isn't it crazy how fast, like, our population has, like, exploded? You know what I'm saying? You ever heard of a hockey stick graph? No, but so I'm hockey assuming stick, it's like this, and then it just shoots up. If you look at the world population. I'm going to look up this thing. And if you look at it on a graph, it is it is a hockey stick. It's like it's pretty much flat, and then it just shoots up. And I mean, even between 1960 and 2020, crazy. we have like a huge growth. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it is like the life expectancy has gone up. Um, hmm. People are getting married more often. People are, you know, they're not just hunting, hunting and gathering. You know, they're able to yeah create lives and create offspring stuff like that so these people are saying by like 2050 it's kind of unclear like 2055 ish they're thinking 10 billion people what are we at now eight, eight i seven? have no idea what that means at all population currently eight billion as of last year Wow, November 15th, we reached 8 billion people. That's Good that's work, nuts. world. We did it. That's so many people. Wowzers. Dude, when did we hit 1 billion? I would say, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. 1 billion? I'm going to guess too. I didn't look it up yet. I'm going to guess 1770. 17, nah. Pre-declaration. <laughs> By six years, seventeen fifty lock. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go crazy. Uh, eighteen seventy could be way off. Dang, Let me check. I'm looking at it now. Eighteen oh four. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Eighteen fifty. We're at one point two. Seventeen sixty. We hit seven seventy. Dang. Ah, oh, should have. Hey, good work for your part though. Thank you. I mean, I guess that's wild. Yeah, and I mean, if you look at those numbers, you can see. Just the percent change has just continually gone up. Is it mostly life expect life expectancy? Is that a I big thing like or what else? It's gotta be. It's I gotta be life expectancy, and it's gotta be like, because life expectancy. Like you had, uh, what was his name? Oh man, I'm gonna kick myself for not remembering this. Uh, Louis Pasteur. Was he the guy who invented pasteurization? Yeah, you know and that reminds me of who. Um, when or I what? would milk my cows. Oh yeah, keep going. <laughs> it's not no, funny, so guys. Stop. He, <laughs> he was the guy that kind of figured out. He was uh, renowned for his discoveries of vaccination, uh, microbial fermentation, and pasteurization. Oh, and wow. I think he was also the person to figure out. Yeah, he proved the germ theory, which basically was an important part in medical sciences. Which basically said, hey, you can't go from. Um, operating on someone with gangrene to delivering a baby and expect both parties to be fine without changing your gloves, sanitizing yourself. Because before, oh. I mean, hospitals were like, the rich people didn't have babies at hospitals. The rich people had babies in their houses with yeah. midwives, with, you know, all these things. You went to a hospital if you were poor and had to have a baby hmm. because they were so unsanitary and so unclean because they didn't believe in germ theory, this idea that, like, diseases could be spread by bodily fluids. So Louis Pasteur came along. He was like, actually, hey, we have these things called germs. 
And they were like, no, that's disgusting. And they were like, that's not real. You're crazy. He's like, no, I'm serious. And he like proved it. He basically uh, sterilized water in a closed flask, stayed sterile, while sterilized water in an open flask bore germs as a summary of his experiment. And then he figured out huh. basically fermenting alcohol or fermenting beets produced alcohol, which killed germs. And then that's one of the, like, the big steps forward in 1857 that caused the basically you could have safely have a baby now. And so, I mean, wow, what was it? 1857, 1850, there's 1,200,000,000 people on earth. And there was a 200 billion people or 200 million person growth between 1800 and 1850. Then in a 50 year span, you had a 600 million person growth. So I think that's like one of the things we can attribute to that is like the improved sanitation of having a baby where your baby wouldn't be born and die within like the same week. That makes sense. That is what I would attribute to it. One dude is really good at knowing how to do science. And because of that, Billions of people are born. Isn't it's that crazy. crazy. It's crazy. I'm blown away by that. Yeah, it's, it's dude. Yeah, science That's like the improvements crazy. in science. I think are like one of the biggest things too. Yeah, definitely. Blame. Like modern medicine has got to be one of the biggest things for humanity. Yeah, and if you think like life expectancy, if you die at 30 versus die at 85, 70, even 60, mm-hmm. like the span of so if you take one year and you look at that one year and you go like people born. And then people still alive. If you die at thirty, like that number is just going to be lower because there's less people living past thirty. Versus if you go to they live till now seventy, you expand that kind of like group. That makes sense. And you have a whole other group of like the population that's staying alive. Yeah, because population isn't based on age. It's like if you are alive, you count. Huh. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. Like currently, it almost like, in a sense, like doubles the amount of people that could be alive almost i would say yeah because if you go one to 30 if you die at 35 average Mm -hmm. versus die at 70 average you've expanded almost by two yeah like to the exponent of two like how many people can be alive in that one year time period because you can't change the time you can't change like oh now you can do you know but you can change how long people live for yeah that's my thought you can't change what happens to you you can change how you respond Dude, that's facts, man. You can't that's change facts. how many times you fall down. It's just how many you times change you how many get times back up. You get up on, you on your feet. You can't change how many times you die at 30, but you can change... Wait. You can, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. You can change... Uh, how many times you live till 75. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been ironic if Louis Pasteur died when he was a baby? I wonder when he died. Probably well, not when well, he was a yeah, baby. Yeah, probably not when he was a baby. Well, I saw a picture of him when he's young and a picture when he's old. So I'm going to guess 70. He died in 1985 at the ripe old age of, I can't do math in my head, 1822 to 1895. Oh. 1825. Uh, 18, 79. 73. <laughs> that was so wrong. Good for you, man. What did you die of? Stroke. Well, you can't really sanitize for that. That's just your That's brain. just a bummer. Yep. That's rough. Wow. Well, that's interesting. I mean, that is a huge side, side. No, but that's so fascinating. Even like, man, what what was the other thing I was thinking about? I don't know. Just, it's just a crazy time to be alive. Even in like all fields, you know. I was even just thinking about the other day. This is more of like a, if you care about the Bible, this is interesting. But like the Dead Sea Scrolls. Nah, I'm good. Nah. Who cares? <laughs> uh, uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls. You know. Yeah. Like in the '40s or whatever. I think some kid was just like. 
throwing rocks around some caves in Israel and like found these pots that were full of scrolls. And it was like some breakthroughs of like, you know, it was like the largest archaeological find ever or something like that. I don't know if that's true. Mm. This is totally not. I have no idea. But just fascinating. Like before that, nobody knew any of this. Like I think there were some books that were even found, like some extra biblical accounts of things and like other historical records. I need to study it more, but yeah, crazy. I mean, it's 2000, approximately 2000 years old when they were found. Yeah. And nobody knew about them until like 70 years ago. Yeah. That's the equivalent of somebody finding, you know, I don't know what came out recently in book and I don't read books. It's bad. Like a recent book? I do read books, but like what's a recent book? Uh, um, exactly. Uh, it's like someone finding a book from 2023 in 4023. That's what that is. Yep. That's insane. That is crazy. Yeah. So anyway, our society has progressed. Can confirm. Can confirm. Wild. I don't know. I mean, but you know what? There's some I don't know. What do you think are... about like the fact that's like... You have, we've talked about self-driving cars before, but yeah. you go, so if we take 1920, the car is here. And like, it kind of is new on the scene, it's fresh, you know, you got Henry Ford making the car and his new and improved, you know, system of the yeah. assembly line. That's crazy. Now we have cars that exist and drive themselves in just 100 years. That's crazy. Talk about a hockey stick. Yeah, I guess. I mean... <laughs> that is wild. It's kind of nuts. Hmm. 100 years advancement, and we have cars that drive themselves, but then 100 years prior to 1920 or in 1820, and then 100 years prior to that, you like you think that the, the improvements have just become faster and faster and faster and faster. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In our lifetime, the amount of... Im- like, exactly. since my childhood until now, the technological improvements... I'm not even... I'm only 23 years old, and I was alive when... You know, when TVs were still as thick as they were wide, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. You know? So, Gordon Moore, Moore's Law, proposed that every two years, the number of transistors on a microchips will double. It's commonly referred to as Moore's Law. And a phenomenon suggests that computational processes will become significantly faster, smaller, and more efficient over time. Hmm. It's It's becoming proven, like, time and time again. These scientists, like... Have you heard the saying where it's like your calculator or your computer has like a thousand times more processing power than the first space shuttle did? Yeah. Just things like that where it's like we've, we're just like we're progressing, but the more we progress, the faster we progress. Yeah. That's hockey stick right there. That's crazy. It's insane. But then like I've heard also, this is another thing, um, like how every every year there's like a new phone that comes out and like, you know, I think... We're almost at like, like when do you think we're going to be done making improvements on those other than like the speed? This is a whole different topic. I don't even know where I'm. I don't know. I see what you're saying though, where it's like, you know, you have the iPhone 4 that came out and the next improvement was like what? The the scan your thumb to get in. Yeah. And then it scan your face to get in. Sure. And it's like they always continually improve the speed, but they always add this extra element of like an improved camera, scan your face to log in. And you always kind of wonder, like, and that's kind of the benefit, like, that's a business's bread and butter. What can we do that's new and sets ourselves apart from the market? Yeah. We've almost, like, 
pla- you feel like that plateaued a little bit. Yeah, wouldn't you think like at some point we're gonna plateau and be like, yeah, that's it. We I feel like we're kind of hitting that a little bit, but I, I'm I sure something else will come along. But I don't know. I'm looking at the newest iPhone and I'm like, I don't really see how this is too different from the last two no. iPhones. They're just like making this thing at the top a little smaller. Yeah, each time and it's like okay, so if that goes away altogether, like they're not changing anything new or intuitive about the phone. I mean, I guess you could have like the Samsung Flip, where it's like it folds in yeah. half. It's like that's sweet. I don't want to go back to 1900s. I want to stay, you know, yeah. in the 20th century or 21st century. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Hey, uh, email us with your thoughts on this. And if guys. I knew, I'd be the next billionaire. True. And you would too. I'd come, I, we we go together. Or even think about this is just tangent episode city. Um, it really is. Like, what if Steve Jobs was still alive? You know, yeah. Would would he have? Uh, I don't know. Would he have changed the landscape again? Because he, I mean, he definitely changed a lot. But like, would he have kept having these revolution ideas, or would we kind of be in the same spot? I don't know. I don't know. We might be in the same spot. It's a fun little thought pro- thought experiment. Facts. Anyway, just interesting stuff. Oh, most forecasters expect that, including Gordon Moore. Expect that Moore's Law will end by around 2025. That's the plateau you're talking about. Oh. Where eventually, yeah, we will not be able to fit any more processing power on the size of a chip. Yeah. It's like, what or, else can you do? Obviously, I don't know anything about it, so I have no idea how you either, yeah. fit processing power on a chip. You just put it on there. Come on. But it's even like, <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, you know, like you have, you used to have like floppy disks and stuff and these big yeah. hard drives that would hold like eight, Millig- milligrams, hey, literally no, megabytes. Like, yeah, it was now we have it in megabytes. mini micro SDs that hold a terabyte. Isn't that crazy? I have a, I have. I'm trying to pull it out, but it's it's probably still full of coke, and so it's stuck in there. But <laughs> this is basically my external hard drive, and yeah. it's a 128 gigabyte micro SD card that's smaller yeah. than the thumb. Um, what's it called? Thumbnail. Yeah, that's so crazy. And it stores m- about the same amount that my computer stores, and more than what my phone stores wild it's i don't know i don't understand how people do that i don't know how they do it man man that's crazy what anyway. a tangent yeah so that was my thursday and friday um saturday <laughs> yep <laughs> no that, i don't know I, so saturday. that was my 15 second pee break <laughs> was that conversation <laughs> it's hard being mitchell man that's crazy you can't take a pee break without having an existential crisis that is kind of true what's gonna happen in the world that is true. No, so I yeah we went. Grace and I went to dinner. We celebrated Valentine's Day on the 18th because we're I'm lame, not her. I'm lame. Nice. And I I couldn't get a Valentine's Day reservation at the restaurant we wanted to go to. But going for that Saturday, had a great dinner. Uh, Sunday we went out to see her brother and her sister and just hung out with them for a little bit. And then Sunday went to small group, or Monday went to small group, and then Tuesday we're here. So, nice. oh, I had an interview at Lowe's again. Really, another one? <laughs> yeah. What? I stay active on their like what they're posting for jobs, and so they posted again another job, and I applied, and I scheduled an interview for yesterday, and I went there, and they're like, hey, yeah, we'll call you back. Kind of like sounds good. So I'm waiting for a call back, but we'll see hmm. if that's what the Lord wants me to do. That's what I'll do. But otherwise. We'll keep chilling. Sure. I would like it to be what he wants me to do because I'm bored of chilling. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm just imagining you waking up, like, giddy, like, 
I gotta check the Lowe's job postings today. That's what I do. What I do they got? out of bed in the morning, and yeah. I hop on my computer, and I go to lowes.com slash careers, mm. and I check Xenia. No, I didn't. I was actually in my spam folder looking for a different email, and then I nice. showed like they had an opening, and I was like, oh, I'll apply. <laughs> so, what is it? Just like a person who walks around and I don't know. I it's a people? it's a part time retail associate. Oh, nice. and he said he's like, we have a couple pro positions open. Uh, we'll see if we can get you in one of those, or I don't know what else is open. And I was like, I don't know what, what's a pro position. Is that one of the people that stand behind the desk and like are supposed to know stuff? Because I think the only place I'd feel comfortable doing that is, like, in paint. And even then, I couldn't tell you the difference between, like, paint. <laughs> Are you colorblind at all? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. Cool. I took a colorblind test during one of my classes. Me and my friends were chilling there, and we were like, let's take a colorblind test. I did pretty good. Not bad. I'm not perfect, but I'm pretty good. Mm. Another guy who was actually colorblind took it, and he did really bad. Oof. Did he just find out that day? Or did he know? No, he knew. He okay, knew, yeah. good. That would have been awkward. <laughs> He's like, this is a hard test. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so do we uh, Do we all see red differently? Do we all see, like, is my green your blue? I don't That's think so. That's the age-old so. question. Yeah, I've always thought about, like, if I ever had a kid, I would, like, teach him different names for things. Just because, like, you could. Grace, listen up. No, Grace already's heard it, and she's like looked at me weird already. So, That's but so I don't know. Funny. I've thought about like you could tell your kid green is red and red is green, and they'd be like, "Cool." Like it's they'd so subjective until they, until they get to like literally like kindergarten, and they'd be like, "No, that's green," and the whole class would be like, "You're insane," and then I'd lose all the trust from my kid forever, which you know, it's kind of the cost of doing science, right? Yeah, wouldn't be <laughs> ideal. Louis Pasteur didn't fray from that. He he didn't he didn't get afraid. True. Yeah, he discovered germ theory. True. Yeah, do you think he tested it on his kids? Like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, lick it. Lick go ahead, li- go ahead and, and lick that sore. Yeah. See, see what happens. That's gross. Ew. Ugh. Yeah. Nasty. Ugh. Nasty. So you like Tornado Pilots? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was watching. I don't know. I've gotten this weird thing that I watch music videos. Sometimes. Sure. I just look them up. I'll hear a song and I'll They're go. Fun. I wonder what's happening in that. Yeah. Um, and a recent one I watched was Car Radio. Um, I have these thoughts so often I got right, right, right. That's the one. <laughs> That's my rapping voice. <laughs> and you can tell me, you can cut this out if it's doxing you. But you went to Worthington Christian, or at least knew about it. I didn't go there. Oh, what? I didn't grow up in Columbus. Dang. Oh, this whole this whole thing is dead then. Really. Yeah, cause I was watching the I was watching the the car music video gun cars. What's it called? Car radio. Car radio video. <laughs> that was a mixture of guns for hands and music for cars. A 1975 album. Oh yeah, yeah. And the song by hey, Twenty One Pilots. And I saw this kid here standing there in a Worthington Christian cross yeah. country T-shirt. Okay. And I was like, that was Mitchell School. That's crazy. But it wasn't your school. No. I didn't go there. I was dead wrong. But then... Uh, Wouldn't that make sense? Because they're a Columbus-based band. Tyler, they'd be at a school in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Tyler from Twenty One Pilots went there. Maybe that's why he had I him stand there. He probably, yeah, I probably knew him or something. Yeah. Well, anyways, that was that entire... That was the whole thing? Yeah. I was like, this is going to be a cool conversation. That's awesome. Well, how did you know about it then? About what? 
Worthington Christian. Because didn't we had a friend that was wearing sweatpants that had WC on it? Yeah. And you knew something about when it. When was this? This was in like a year ago? Micah's, or no, it was in um, Ethan and Joseph's room. Maybe Joseph recognized was it. Was this? It was Defit wearing them. Yeah. I had a WC okay. on it. This him. was like three years ago. Um, yeah, it was I a probably, long time ago. So, I mean, I, you know, no big deal. I was pretty into 21 Pilots back in the day. Yeah. I knew that they, I knew that at least, I don't know if they both went there. I knew Tyler went there. Oh, my goodness. No, my if brain my, just finally clicked. My cousin might have gone there. The friend I had that's not you, Jake Deffitt, went to Worthington Christian, and he was like, yo, the 21 Pilots kid went here. He's like, he told me that over this past summer. He was like, oh. I remember that. My goodness, what a what a sketch. You can cut all of that out. No, that was all garbage. It's interesting. No, it's not. Anyways. I'll keep it in. Keep it in. That's insane. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> wow. You have any other questions about the music video? I don't, no. Okay. It's pretty did, good. Did I like you it. Have, is there like things that I'm supposed to notice in it? I'm watching um, the whole thing. So uh I watched the behind the scenes about like how they did it and like made everyone stand still and yeah. then the drummer guy dropped his mask and I was, like, I was yeah, gonna he say moved. That. Oh really? Yeah, I was gonna say he was supposed to put it on, but he didn't. I don't get why it. though. Well, because he he thought when he started like the click or whatever, when he started the track in his ears, he thought he would have enough had enough time to like press the button and put the mask on, but he realized he didn't, so he just dropped it. Oh, and they didn't want to yeah. like, hey guys, hey, we're gonna start again. I have to pick this up, and then so yeah, because he already shaved his head, he can't put the hair back on. True. <laughs> true no, true. I was watching that bit, and I was like, I'm pretty sure. They shaved the head and like recorded that separately from some of the other stuff. At least yeah. half of it. Yeah, it was like the next day they went back, I think, and <laughs> recorded the shaved head part. Oh, really? I think so. Like they recorded. Oh, because he had the mask on. So they recorded the concert. He took the mask off at the end, I think. So I beginning remember. of the music video, he has hair. For context, if you are confused about what we're talking about, go to YouTube, search car, car radio. radio music video Twenty One Pilots, it's, and you'll know what we're talking. about. It's a about. good music video. I like it a lot. Yeah, it was pretty good. So, I don't know, it's nothing like crazy. But. Beginning, he has hair. Very end, he also has hair. So here's what they do. Middle part is when he walks out of backstage. He walks onto the stage. He does the whole thing. He has... He has the entire audience stand facing each other with like a space in between. And he walks all the way from backstage onto front stage. And he's got the ski mask on, fully covering his entire head. Yeah. Walks to the back, and then they wait for the chorus to drop. Mosh pit. He gets lifted up, pushed to the front, gets back on stage, screams, now we, now I just sit in silence. And I think the video ends. I don't know if he pulls the hat on or not. Does he have hair? I don't remember. Does he? Oh, my gosh. I cannot remember. <laughs> Ethan just died. Anyways. I feel like a fake fan. No. So I know the end of the video, he... Maybe he they does. They show him... You're a realer fan than I am. So, you know, now I just sit, and then, boom, and then it cuts... He's standing on the stage again, but there's nobody there except for him. And then he has hair, and then he falls off the stage. So there is a part oh. after that. But does he even take his mask off? It doesn't matter at all. I might have clicked away. It's fine. Either way. Um, it doesn't matter. That's a long... Yeah, we are really just tangenting. That's fine. Well, that was my conversation about the car radio music video. That, Dang. Oh, well. Didn't go to Worthing... Oh, excuse me, Worthington Christian. No. Sad. Huh. Interesting. They're I don't know, they're pretty good. I've been listening to a little bit of them, not much. Yeah. 
like random little segment. They'll like come on, and I'll be like, oh, they're pretty good. They're good. They, uh, I think they would be funny podcasters. They're just chill guys. Like I, I would watch a lot of their interviews back in the day, and they're just like, yeah, entertaining to listen to. They're funny. Hmm. Um, yeah, maybe they should uh, join us. Should we have them on as guests? Yeah. <laughs> they. I mean, I think they're in Columbus, so it's like an hour away. Come on, guys. Are you DMing them? No, I was just sending up a text quick. To I got a friend Josh. that's got the under on the um, Creighton versus Marquette game. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I was just checking on how that's in. He's just uh, he's just sports betting over there. You know how it'd be. Should we put in a segment doing that? Yeah. I don't think we have enough people who do that. I don't. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's... Um What's another thing to talk about? Do you about? want to talk about the train? I want to talk about the train. Oh yeah, talk about it. You don't if you if you want to talk about something else you can. I didn't really have anything. Okay. I want to talk about the train. Jump into it. This is topical. I'm not even a train guy. And I'm not even a train guy, dude. Dude. But there so in East Palestine, Ohio, there was a train derailment of a train carrying tanks of vinyl chloride which is used to make polyvinyl chloride, which stands for PVC, PVC pipes. Oh. Yeah, but in its state as vinyl chloride. I know I was so flabbergasted by that. I know. I learn something new every day, huh? Yeah. But vinyl chloride in its state of not being polyvinyl chloride is actually a carcinogen known to cause a lot of different types, or known to increase the risk of a lot of different types of cancer. Um, trains have increasingly become like a lot more popular, um, to transport raw materials. It's like the cheapest way to move something is by train, but it takes a little while. And there's like four major railroads companies that like kind of run the railroads and you have like Union Pacific, CSX, Berkshire Hathaway's Northern Santa Fe, and then Norfolk Southern. This train that derailed in East Palestine was Norfolk Southern. Um, that's like their the rail line. So it's like Delta, American, something like that. Yeah. Same thing, but Norfolk Southern. And basically it derailed and just like whole like so those four air those four airlines, those four like train lines have been recording insane profits the past few years and are expecting even better years in twenty twenty two. And so they're flush with cash. Now Wait, they're expecting better years in twenty twenty two? Yeah, but like they're already doing great. 2023. My bad. Yeah, that's what I meant. 2023. Oh, cool. cool. They had great years in 2022, expecting even better 2023. Okay. And they've been doing great for the past few years because, yeah, it's just become increasingly easy and increasingly cheap to move product via the rail. And something, I don't know. So if we let's go back in time again, 1869. Cool. The um, current brakes that are on most freight trains today were invented in 1869 and haven't changed. They're pneumatic air brakes that basically pump air along the train and slow down cars one by one. That was Louis' side hustle. Yeah, the right. Years. No, I don't know who invented it, actually. I should have done the research on that. I didn't. That's okay. Oh, well. But basically, that's what's used as, like, braking for trains. And that's okay. kind of also what causes a lot of derailments Oh, is because, like, the front half will slow down before the back half does. And then if you have one train, like one rail, so if you look at the videos, you can see like one of the axles overheated and like eventually fell off altogether. Wow. And so if you have the front half slowing down 
before the other half. You have the momentum from the back pushing that front, like that middle, the one that doesn't have the axle is getting pushed off the track, and then mm-hmm. you have a derailment. There you go. Okay. So the Obama administration, <coughs> I thought you were going to be like Obama or something like that. Obama. <laughs> Soda. <laughs> the Obama administration, um, he, he was like, hey, we need to switch out these brakes for these new brakes that are EC or ECP brakes, which stands for electronically controlled pneumatic brakes, which means that each train, each car has its own braking system. So the whole train stops as a unit sure. instead of as like a wave kind of a situation. Yeah. Much safer. Trump came in and said, no, we're not going to do that. Instead, only hazmat trains, trains that are declared to have hazardous materials have to have that. And like, okay, fine. We'll do that instead. Now, the train that derailed in East Palestine holding the known carcinogen that's also highly flammable... Hazmat. ...wasn't declared as hazmat. Kind of crazy. Kind of uh, weird. Kind of odd. I don't know. But I kind of do know. I'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> nice. Or I don't know, but oh. I have my suspicions. Okay. You know, and if we jump back to 1969, let's like talk... Like, do you, 1969, there's three events that I found happened. And I thought, like, that gives good context to when these breaks were made and how we just haven't improved them since then. Okay. 1969, Ulysses S. Grant is sworn in as the 18th president of the United States. Additionally, yeah. Wait, 18th? Yeah. In 1969? 1869. Oh. <laughs> you said 19. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, my bad. 1869. Okay, that makes so much sense. 1869, Ulysses S. Grant. I was like, talk about a hockey stick curve right there with presidents, because I'm like 40-something now. Yeah, no, so 18th. Okay, cool, cool. cool. Um, And then the Golden Spike is drawn in at the finishing of the Transcontinental Railroad. Do you know that? Promontory Point. Promontory. Utah. I don't know why. That was like a huge thing we had to learn in like fourth grade. Oh, I have no idea what that is. It was the finishing of the Transcontinental Railroad. They didn't teach us that at Worthington. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> you didn't go there. <laughs> and base, and then like the last thing, I just put this in for my own enjoyment, is that's when the first game of American football was played. It was Rutgers versus Princeton, which is really? college teams. Yeah, so Rutgers is actually known as the birthplace of college football. Oh, fact. that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. A little trivia for you. Um, so all that stuff happened in 1869. And like, if you think about it, too, like the trains back then were, I don't know, a couple hundred feet long. They recently set a record, and I don't have like the exact hit on this, for a mile-long train. Wow. And so we're running mile-long trains on these 1869 era, like not era, like we're not still using the exact same ones, but the same concept yeah. here of bricks. And then... That's crazy. Additionally, you have these companies that have like massive profits. And so you, you have these massive profits. And at the same time, you have a union of rail workers saying, hey, one, we want to have paid sick days. They couldn't take a sick day without getting paid, like, without getting docked and possibly getting fired if they took too many sick days. They couldn't go to the doctor. They're being overworked. And additionally, they're like, hey, we also want these ECP breaks because we don't think that these old breaks are really cutting the mustard. We're not going to get it done with this. Like, this is not a safe way to run our rails. Yeah. And also, like, there's reports that Norfolk Southern cut a lot of maintenance workers, like a maintenance crews, to make, make sure the rails were okay and safe to drive on and make sure that the trains were safe before they left the station, kind of stuff like that. And so they're doing all this stuff. And you're like, oh, this these, these are activities that are common with a company that's trying to save costs because they're running poorly, is what you would think. But then you have this company turning insane profits. 
And what they did with those profits was did stock buybacks, which is when a company buys their own stock to drive up the price to improve their shareholders' bonuses and sh- improve their shareholders' wealth. And so what they basically what they do is they take their money huh. and turn it into more money for themselves, the, at least the top dogs. Is that illegal? No, it's like perfectly legal. But it's really? still, you're just kind of looking at it like, dude, what? Huh? Wow. Do a lot of people do that? Oh, yeah, a lot of companies do that. That's crazy. I've never heard but it's that. just crazy to have these back-to-back things where it's like they announce a huge stock buyback. Yeah. And then they say no to the rail unions. And then they say, oops, we had a spill. And they just recently got forced to pay for the cleanup, which is good because it's like it's like it's like negatively affecting the town. Yeah, it sounds really bad. It's like a everybody. really bad situation. Like people are having to leave their houses altogether. The water is like questionably not able to be drank. The air itself is like causing people to have like respiratory issues. It's like there's been not confirmed, but reports of like dead animals in the area, stuff like that. But all of that to say, it's like you have, and I, I'm pretty sure I would assume. There was probably some accountant, actuarial, actuarial, actuary. The people One that look at insurance and go like, oh, what's more expensive? I bet there's a guy who sat there and was like, look, either we retrofit all of our hazmat containers to have these new brakes that'll work for X amount of dollars, or we risk it and hope for no derailments. But if we do have, we can have X amount of derailments in this amount of time in order to still be cheaper than retrofitting our cars. And I'll bet that one out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just I just have way too much free time. And so that's what I did like the past few days. Huh. I did the research on that stuff. But yeah, I just wanted to put it out somewhere. So that's sorry it. listeners, but that's in your ears so, now. So uh the Ohio River, right, is like contaminated. Right. And that I saw like a picture of that river and like it's whatever different branches and stuff reaches like a lot of people. It goes all the way to the Mississippi actually. Hmm. So what's like, is there like real danger for people? I would say if you're anywhere on the Ohio River, I'd be a little sketched. So, you know, you know, actually where it occurred is, I believe, and I, I could be wrong, but I think it's past Pittsburgh, which is good because that means Pittsburgh shouldn't be affected. Yeah. It's like west of Pittsburgh, right? Like way at the eastern part of Ohio. Northeastern. Yeah. I think. Which I believe the split at, where is it? Uh, the split in Pittsburgh is between the Ohio River, uh, or I think it's a merge. See, my issue is I have this brain dead notion where all rivers run south. And so for some reason, I think that like if it's going south, it's running south, which means that you'd have to have like some random water source in the middle of, like, between Pittsburgh and Ohio, there's, like, the river arches up. So, like, I don't know. So I don't know where it runs. Okay. I'm not going to say anything about Pittsburgh. I take all that back. But Ohio, the Ohio River makes up the border between Ohio and Kentucky. Yeah, it's the Monongahela and the Allegheny. Yep. That merge to make the Ohio. Okay, yeah. So it is after Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh's not affected. But, like, Steubenville, Wheeling, Moundsville, Parkersburg, um... Huntington, and even, like, Cincinnati has some, like, you know, remnants to it. Hopefully, you would think that, like, by that distance, it'll mostly be diluted to the point where it's not dangerous anymore. Yeah. But you just don't know. And it's just kind of scummy because it's, like, chemical mix, like, chemical messes are very, very hard to clean up. Yeah. You know? You can't just mop it up. And especially 
when chemical messes get into like water. So like you have like oil spills, for example, you can't do much beyond that besides stop the spill from happening and, you know, do whatever recovery you can whenever you can. But yeah, it's a, dang, it's a whack situation and it's something, uh, yeah, I probably look too much into, but (laughs) yeah. And it does eventually meet up with, yeah, the Mississippi, which is kind of crazy. And uh, Western Kentucky, it meets up with it. Wow. That's Paducah, which is... Paducah. That's a uh, Almost near, steam crew jamming. That's near... Isn't that near... Pretty sure that's near... Uh, what's it called? Jay Creek? Yeah. It's the camp that Ethan worked at. Yeah. No flex. Flex, dude. Um, That's really interesting. And... Yeah. Wow. That sounds like just overall a sketchy situation that turned out to not Horribly, yeah. be good for anybody involved. I think it turned out for the worst of, yeah, everyone. Everyone. Except for like the rail company because they turned a profit. And I all guess. All they have to do is pay to cover it up, which has probably been built into their finances at least. Dang. But yeah. And I mean, you can go into stuff where it's like the Congress made the rail union go back to work. They made them settle for just the paid sick days. So they got paid sick days, but like they also wanted other stuff. But yeah, not wow. to get dark on y'all, but. Hey, this is the everything bagel. This and everything includes. Smile bagel. Yeah. Come on. Sometimes it's the frown bagel. Mm. I had an apple fritter this morning from the coffee hub. Hit the spot. Oh. Their apple fritters are huge. That big? I'm, I'm not even kidding. That's a basketball. Like, I, no, I was like, this, no, not a that's basketball. A, that's a medium to small watermelon. Yeah, cantaloupe size. That's the size of a eight month old baby in the in the womb. Womb. Yeah. You, uh, what are they called? Fetus. Eight month old point. fetus. That's crazy. But yeah, it's uh, that's 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 that. Thanks for letting me go on that tangent. It's been in my brain, just bouncing around off my brain walls. I guess that'd be a skull, wouldn't it? I guess. Yeah. One could call it that brain walls that is interesting yeah man um anyway yeah well my uh bedtime reminder on my phone just went off you going to bed no i think it's <laughs> i that's my goal mitchell just goes to bed and i just i never talk for the remaining what is 20 minutes of the pod yeah yeah do you have anything else interesting to talk about i mean i didn't i have i was really good at writing stuff down for our first few episodes let me see if there's anything old that would be interesting to talk about. Um, I do have a fun story from the fall that I want to tell at some point, but I'm not going to now this late into a podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I can talk about um, hockey, I guess. March Madness is coming up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know anything about I'm trying to get into. I'm trying to get into college basketball now. Dude. So that way I can make a bracket that wins against my family. Respect. Do you guys do a family bracket? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. We do family March Madness, and we do uh, college bull picks. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know you guys did that. I think you mentioned it before. Did La- you have any I won... like, bull picks as in outright winners, or like bull picks as in who's making a bull? So it's, yeah, so it's like the winners of the bull games. Okay. So, um, Oh, that'd be we fun. just get a sheet we of like all the bowl pay, bowl games, um, all the winners of those, and then um, you have to pick like whatever the two games are that choose like the championship teams, you know, who play against each other in whatever the championship game. I don't know anything, um, so you kind of pick those. 
And then you also get to make a confidence pick where if that team wins, you get like double points. So, oh. and then, you know, obviously, is this something you guys do like on your own or is it like online something like the I don't know. NCAA CBS picks are? I don't know. I'm assuming it's somewhere online. We've done it for years. Huh. Like since I was a kid, we've done bull picks and March Madness because my dad just loves keeping track of them. And Dude, I think so it gives fun. him an excuse to like actually watch all the games. You know, oh, it's yeah. like. Dude, bowl season is one of the best. So the NCAA football is considering. You're talking bowl picks as an NCAA football, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like the only way I could think of bowls is NCAA football. Oh, for sure. They're considering expanding to a 12 team playoff, which would make those bowl really? games. Yeah. I think 2024 they're going to start. But that would make those bowl games start meaning something where it's like, you know, you have these games that don't really mean anything, so players opt out, so players, like, don't really, you know, you might have, like, not not the normal roster, which is what, on one hand, makes them so exciting because you could have a very powerful team that had a lot of key players opt out and then, like, a decent team that has normal players that stayed in and they might win over the very powerful team. But Hmm. all that to say... That makes it a lot more exciting because you have these teams playing to for a chance at the championship spot. So instead of just four teams making it in, playing each other, and then the two, yeah, you'd have like twelve, and then oh. like for you know first round buys and stuff like that. So sure, I don't know, I don't know that. That's yeah, that's that's something I think they just agreed to last season, which I would be super happy about. I love the idea of a team being able to, you know, fight their way to winning the championship, like even underdogs yeah. every year. Every year, there's teams that are left out of the top four that you're like, dude, but they're like good, and I think they would, you know, belong over another team, and you could have the chance to prove that. Yeah, I'm sure there's still going to be, you know, 13 and 14 seed teams that are like, we should have been in, but yeah, I don't know. Well, that's that's what I'm I'm preparing right now for college college basketball. I miss college football a lot, mm. but there's this. So here, have you heard of the XFL? No. It's a new league. I don't know what X stands no. for. It's like live golf. Yeah. That's actually a really good, except it's still US-based. Okay. Um, and they have a couple teams. Let's see. What are the teams? There's a total of... Is this is new that? teams? Eight teams. Like very new? Yeah. I mean, unless you've heard of them. I haven't heard of them until this year. I think I heard of them like So it's not like old year. teams that are swapping leagues kind of thing no like this is the st louis Battlehawks, the seattle sea dragons arlington renegades houston roughnecks dc defenders san antonio brahmas and vegas vipers dude all of those sound wrong they all sound fake i mean they kind of are but <laughs> that's what because like you never hear like new team names anymore it's like oh i've heard that for years you know i know yeah you know you and say like, like houston rockets i've heard that name for years i don't i've never seen a game but i've known the name so the NHL's been doing expansion stuff too, where it's like they brought in this new team really? two years ago called the Seattle Kraken. Wow, Seattle's going crazy. Yeah, I mean it's just kind of funny because you're like, I'm sorry, the what? Seattle Sea Dragons, uh, Seahawks, dude. Yeah, Seattle SuperSonics. That's a throwback. That was the basketball team way back in the day, right? Yeah, now they're the Wizards, Washington Wizards. Sounds right. I think they were like the SuperSonics, then the just the Sonics, maybe. No, they might. That might have just been the nickname. The Seattle SuperSonics were an American professional basketball team based in Seattle until 2008. Really? Wow, that's Boy. actually pretty recent. I just knew when I was growing up they were a thing. Well, I don't know. Does Seattle still have a, a basketball team? I think they moved, and then I don't think they do anymore. So they played in a dome that was blown up. 
pretty sure. The Seattle Super... The, I'm pretty sure. I don't know a lot of the history. I, I don't know. I, I didn't did, pay I enough did a attention. study on a little bit ago. Seattle is one of the only one of the only of 15 metro areas with more than four million in population. Seattle is the only one without a pro basketball franchise. Well, did the Supersonics move? I feel like they moved. They might have. I don't remember where they went though. They went to Oklahoma City and became the Thunder. Oh, 2008 to present. That's crazy. OKC Thunder. Why? Why does that happen? Is it just new know. management? Is it the owner moves it? Like what? I think it's the owner or like sale of a team. Yeah. Um. So there's a the Browns. Okay. They moved to Baltimore. The Cleveland Browns relocation controversy was a decision by Art Modell to move the NFL team from Cleveland to Baltimore, and they literally moved it like overnight. Like, they just, like, just, it was, like, no, like, just kind of no word about it. And all of a sudden, oh, your team is no longer in Cleveland. Now really? they are the Baltimore Ravens. Oh. So I don't know anything about that beyond that, but I heard about that. And then also there's, like, a lot of a lot of teams moving around. A lot of teams move around in the NHL. You have, like, the Quebec Nordiques, which were based in Quebec. And they went down to the, uh, I believe, the, what's it called? Colorado Avalanche in 1995. You have the Atlanta Thrashers moved to, I want to say, I want to say they went to North Carolina and became, oh, no, they went to Winnipeg and became the Jets. Hmm. And then the Winnipeg, uh, or not the Winnipeg, the Hurricanes, what did they, what were they? Oh, they were the Hartford Whalers. That's right. But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty common. I think a lot of it's... um, the ownership being like, we're not making money here anymore. Sure. The Hartford Whalers, I think, literally played in like a mall. Just like in the bottom floor of a mall. They really? had an arena. Yeah. <laughs> Which That's is crazy. really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> but they had a cool logo. If I could find a Hartford Whalers jersey, I would buy it. They're Let's not hard to find. It's just really expensive. Let's find it. It's like a H and a W. That's and it's like sick. a big whale. Yeah. Very interesting. Cleveland have Browns have never been to the Super Bowl. Ever. Yeah, that checks Along out. Along yeah. with the Lions, Detroit the Lions, Lions I was gonna say, I was just Houston Texans. Say. What do you think is the last oh, team? Oh, man. Let me think. Oh, man. You got it. Um, The Vikings. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't see. I didn't was hear it you the Vikings? Sneezing. Nope. Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, really? Bortles. Bortles. <laughs> the Vikings went to a Super Bowl? I guess. When? I don't know. <laughs> Let's use our... Newfound technology in Google. Yeah, let's do that. Um, it was. They've never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, like. I've known that for sure. Like. Uh, they were in Super Bowl in 1969, oh. 1973, 74, and 76. Dang, so they've been around for a minute. Yeah, they were pretty good I know good in we 70s. lost. So the Los Angeles Lakers are from Minnesota. Oh. Yeah, the Lakers used to be a Minnesota team. Really? Uh, they used to play... When? Like in the... I don't even know. Probably before I was born. What was it? Uh, it's hard to find because if you search Lakers, Minnesota, they show up the Timberwolves. Hmm. Uh, Minnesota purchased the Detroit Gems. So they were Detroit, then Minnesota, then Lakers? Yes. So it went wow. Detroit to... 
the NBL. The Detroit Gems were a member of the NBL and moved to Minneapolis after one season and became the Lakers. After they moved to the Lakers, I think eventually... Teams are like like a military family, just moving every year. Yeah, for real. They can't they can't form lasting relationships. They're you know, it's gotta be brutal. Yeah, it sucks being the new kid in town. Yeah, ain't that the fact? <laughs> ain't that the fact? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Minneapolis. Uh, I don't know how long they were in Minneapolis for, but Lakers shocked many in 1960 when they packed up and moved to Los Angeles. The fan base in Minneapolis always supported the team, and the team was the most successful in the NBA. Whoa. And they said, hey, we're really successful. What are we doing here in Minnesota? Also, Minnesota's getting dumped on. It's snow right now. Really? Yeah. I think we're supposed to get like a foot. Wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, that's uh, fun little fun little stats for y'all. Dude, I am learning a lot this episode. From yeah. You. I just be getting bored and just be getting researched. This This wasn't like... I don't know if we're necessarily like supposed to be a funny podcast, but this is just like an interesting podcast today. I, I, I'm kind of digging this. I think it's a fun little mix-up. Yeah, I, I feel like I learned a lot. That's Every once in a while, we get some little spice in there. Yeah. Very fascinating. Yeah. Man. Well, what uh, what are you looking forward to this, this coming next week? week? Yeah. Well, I really hope I get a call back from Lowe's. I'll be honest. Yeah. I would really, <laughs> I would really like go to, to call get backs. a job. To Lowe's. Um, Grace actually had an interview today and has another interview tomorrow. Nice. So, you know, if that develops, that'd be sweet too. Um, she's going dress shopping this weekend. Oh. So that's exciting. Yes, but that dress. also means that, in not a bad way, this is not a bad thing. And I'm not saying she shouldn't go dress shopping, but I'll also be just chilling this weekend because that's usually how I spend my weekends is with her. Fair so, enough. You know. Um, I'll be calling out. a good friend at some point this week. Yeah, that's kind of, I don't know. Cool. I don't think very far ahead. It's okay. To be honest. Same. Take each day at a time, man. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to win a bet. Yeah. I've been on a really bad cold streak recently. So it, this is if the team wins? What team? I don't know. I forget. No, I just, I mean, I, 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 don't, I haven't put a lot of bets in recently okay. but i just keep losing them every time i do so i'm just kind of like you know i'm done for a little bit but i'd like to hit one that'd be nice that would be nice yeah i put one in for a friend today that's the over bet that i was talking about earlier yeah. but i don't know if that's gonna hit it's not looking like it but if it does good for him and if it doesn't doesn't affect me at all it's his money <laughs> fair but yeah that's um i think the bruins play tomorrow which will be fun watch that what are you looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to not driving yeah. 500 miles this weekend. <laughs> I'm. It's always nice to get a win in there every once yeah, in a while. I think I'm just gonna gonna chill at home probably, and you know, yeah, that'll be nice. I've been um, it's a whole thing, but I've been trying to figure out my life recently and how to be content. Oh. And I would like to be content just sitting at home this weekend. So. Hmm. That's my goal. Um, if you get bored, and I'm not saying this as an excuse for you to get out of fighting discontentment. No, we're going to hang out. You can hang out if you want. Cool. I'll be, yeah, I'll be chilling to the max, dude. Respect. Straight up. We might. In a backyard. Maybe we maybe we hang out in the backyard. Do you have one? Yeah. Oh, we should. 
I don't know what we'll do, but we have just a backyard. sit there. <laughs> well, I think we have cornhole somewhere in the house. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, yeah you do. On, I saw cornhole. I think in I your think it's still by there. the front door. I haven't really looked recently for it, but it might still be there. And if it is, we can play some cornhole. Let's do it. That sounds fun, actually. What of it? Hey, yeah, who cares? Uh, Invite some other people over, maybe. I don't sure. Know. Who knows? Maybe we go crazy. Go crazy, yeah. If you're listening, you're invited. Yeah. Um. Just give my address live on the pod. Yeah, I don't even remember. It's in Xenia. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else I'm doing, but you know what? Should be chill. Um, I it's life has been pretty busy, and I think life is always pretty busy. But I think it's gonna so slow down busy. a little bit in a good way soon, which sounds nice. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but. Yeah, man, I'm uh, trying to, uh, yep, just trying to figure out my life. Maybe I'll have some more developments next week. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how, like, because I, I feel like a lot of the people that I look up to and, you know, that are older than me and feel like, like I respect the, I don't know, way that they live their life, I feel like people will often, like, really focus in on like a couple things, you know, and like put a lot of hard work and time into like a couple things, you know, like artists or like music people that you respect, they spend a lot of time just practicing and, you know, honing their craft and, uh, or if somebody is, I don't know, like really fit, they put a lot of time and energy towards working out and eating well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to figure out like what in my life should I really focus in on? Yeah. Put a lot of hard work towards yeah. Which I've never been good at, but anyway, that's a that's as deep as I'll get this week about that. But yeah, I had I had coffee with a good friend, and he's like, he was like, yeah, I'm about to go. It was a while ago, but he's already been on it. But he's like, I'm gonna go on a youth retreat, and I'll be speaking on what is God's will for my life. And then he was like, they're gonna be sad when they get there because I'm just gonna give the answer that is to be sanctified, mm. and is to be more like Christ. I was like, dang, that's kind of facts. Yeah. But if you, yeah, I don't know, you're looking for, at least for me, especially right now, it's like looking for purpose. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? And you're expecting cloud writing or words on the side of a bus pulling by you to go like, oh. Yeah. It's yeah. really it's just being sanctified, huh. being more like Christ. That's and then good. how you do that, you know, it's, change, it's different for every person. But as long as you are furthering your relationship with Christ and being more like him, that's your purpose. Sure. So yeah. he said that to me, and that's kind of been stuck in my head for a while. Hmm. I was like, I should go to that youth session. Just show up at yeah. a kid's youth retreat. Yeah. I think that's funny. They're going to be disappointed when they hear the answer. Well, I was like, I was like, I started, what? And then he told me, I was like, yeah, I would be too. If I was, you know, 17 years old looking to go, what college do I go to? Oh, God's will for my life. There'll be a good seminar. Go there and be like, it's to be sanctified. I'd be like, dang it, man. Yeah. I thought you had a tried and true method. Yeah. <laughs> I had a I had coffee with a good friend today actually as well and he kind of said the same thing like oh, yeah. you know what you know you kind of think especially when you're growing up it's like there's gonna be one open door or like one thing that you can do often mm. there's like more there's like a lot of choices that are good yeah and you know this is something that I feel like I think about a lot as somebody who's trying to advise high schoolers who are like making big decisions of college mm-hmm. it's like you know what obviously it'd be great if you came to my college but there's a lot of places that you can go and 
probably most of them are not going to be the wrong choice. Yeah. A lot of it is like your heart in making the decision and like the way that you, um, you know, the way that you go about making the decision is big. Like, are you prayerful, prayerfully considering this decision? And it's like, okay, you're probably not going to make a poor decision. Yeah. You know, and there are some things that are like, obviously maybe that's not the best place, but yeah. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, that's, that's kind of facts. So I'm trying to think like, yeah, there's a lot of things that I can do with my life and there's yeah. a lot of good things that I could do, but like kind of have to, I feel like you just kind of have to pick one for at least for a season. Yeah. And just kind I agree. of dig into it. And I, I don't know exactly what that is right now. Yeah. I've heard this saying too, where it's like, how prideful do you have to be to think that your decision as what is a human that is a breath, like the, the, a human whose life is as long as the exhale of like, you know, what's that saying? Like our, our, our lives are vapors. Yeah. How prideful do you have to be to think that your decisions are going to dictate how able you are to be used by God? Yeah. That's always stuck with me too. Where it's like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. really, I matter to him. But in the grand scheme of things, things I do will not define my ability to be used by him. Yeah. Unless you're Louis Pasteur. In which case, man, but, all bets are off. You know? <laughs> yeah. Most people, yeah. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> no, yeah. You're I, totally right. No, I'm, that's not me saying it either. It's someone else who's way smarter than me saying that. <laughs> so anyway, that's why we're making this podcast. Is it? It's because <laughs> we... Oh, I think it is. Because like, we're like, you know, we we're like going to do something. We're, we're going to pursue s- something and do it because we like to do it. There you, that's honestly it. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. You know... All of you who stuck with us to the end of this, you found the reason. You found the golden chalice, the reasoning for why we are existing as a palace, as a palace, as a podcast. You found the chalice. And it's because we like doing it. Yeah. Even if nobody hears this end part except for us, it's still fun. And even if we had like a bad episode last week on my part, I was kind of bummed last week. Really? Yeah, it's not a great episode, you know? Aww. Well, I mean, that's not nothing you could do. Was it bad? I don't know. I just felt like I did not show up for that episode oh. like I usually do. I thought you did a good job. Well, that's good to hear. But in my own mind, I was like, that wasn't very good. Dang. It's like, but I went and I did it. There you go. And we're back and, and it's a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually learned a lot this episode. It was very interesting. I'm glad. Dang. I did too. I didn't know you didn't know. I didn't know you did not go to <laughs> Worldington Christian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Didn't go there, but uh. boy. How my how I would have liked to just so I could, you know, open up a history textbook and see that Tyler Joseph had it before me. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, he's got like his name like he's pretty know. famous now. Yeah, he is. Did you know they used to follow me on Twitter? Really? Twenty One Pilots. Yeah. Well, not me. When I they had, unfollow you, I had a fan page. Oh, um, yeah, I remember that now. So they, this is just a whole thing. They they were following. I saw that they were following these accounts that were like. Michigan, po- 21 Pilots fans, or whatever. And so I made, like, there was already, I was in Washington. There was already, like, a Washington, you know, fan page You're account. Like, Spokane. I said Eastern Washington Pilots <laughs> or something. <laughs> so I was like, this is so stupid. But they followed me. <laughs> I got, so like, specific. I think I got, like, 4,000 Southwestern Metro of the Twin Cities Pilots yeah, fans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pelican Point Neighborhood Pilots. <laughs> That's where I live. Um, Meadow Street Pilots. <laughs> 32 oh, East Elm Street Pilots. <laughs> That's so funny. The Bathroom Off the Kitchen Pilots. <laughs> but uh, anyway. It's just you. <laughs> it's just I only tweet when I'm, when I'm peeing and having deep thoughts. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love it. 
It's funny. Anyway. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, guys. If you made it this far, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you okay? The... <laughs> Let me check if we got any reviews. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll check on that. We'll check on the, the, the replies or whatever. And yeah. then mm. I do be late and I do be sleepy. Yeah. We didn't get a new one, but I'll read a uh, an old one. Um, so this one says, uh, and it, you can't read the whole thing. The title is really long. It says, this podcast makes, uh, this podcast made me want to bathe in dot, dot, dot. I don't know how that ends. Uh, five stars. It's written by soft fudge. Oh. And it says in a good way. So what is it? What do you want to bathe in? I think cream cheese. I'm going to dox him. I think this is my brother, Jesse. <laughs> So this is from three years ago. So here's ago. his home address. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's the 43. No, I'm going to make a pilot joke again. Jesse, you wrote this oh. three years ago. <laughs> what were you wanting to bathe in? Yeah. It was bagel juice. What is bagel juice? It's whatever you want it to be. That's good. Uh, and then I'll see if we got any emails, but probably not. And then we're going to go to sleep. Do I even? Different beds. Yeah, different, different houses. That is true. Do I even have? Here it is. Um, new login to Instagram from Instagram on Apple iPhone. That was me, I think. Oh, that was on January twenty fourth. Oh. So yeah, nobody sent us an email recently, but go go ahead. Do Th- it. Thanks, thanks for thanks for emailing us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Nobody. <laughs> well, there's no. No hard feelings. We're going to never do another podcast again unless somebody emails us. That's true. It's an <laughs> ultimatum. Uh, what do you think we should name this episode, Ethan? Dude, I don't even know. This will help me if we brainstorm this right now so then I don't have to think about it. Are you going to cut it out? No. Oh. Um, what do we talk about? Train derailing. We talked about uh, urine thoughts. I could say like uh, urinal thoughts or something. Is that funny? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Cool, 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 cool. Episode 15, your your thoughts. Cool. Um, uh, The description is going to say, Ethan is the one that caused the train to derail in East Palestine. Hey, no, no, Folk Southern did. It's like that Lego, the Lego one. Hey. Hey. (laughs) We did it in tandem. A train has fallen off the tracks in East Palestine, Ohio. Hey. That's me building it. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, See ya. (laughs) Have a good night. Hey, bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.